Hello and welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the Director of Operations here at the Smart Center, the Executive Director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, and a new title today. Deloitte, you will appreciate this. Seriously? Like we need another one. Director of Awesomeness. Oh, wow. This is my... That's amazing. Did you have that I did not made? make this myself. <laughs> this was a, a gift to me this morning when I got to one of my other jobs. From who? Can, can you tell? From, well, I, I run a radio station in Carlisle, ah. and um, it's from somebody that works with me, or like, I'm, I'm kind of the boss, so I, get, I don't want to say it works under me, because we kind of work like as partners, mm. a team, but so yeah. So from now on, do we just have to call you Miss Awesomeness? Yes, you do. Yeah, I would appreciate that very much. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> I've been telling people, I'm adding it to my LinkedIn account. Of course. Okay. It's really important. <laughs> but what else is awesome is we have a new sponsor for the podcast at the Smart Center. Um, of course, our sponsors are the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, Greenville University, Greenville Smart, and now Bradford National Bank has joined us as a sponsor. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. They're awesome. And I've worked with them in the past on other projects. Uh, Bradford National Bank is located in Greenville, Highland, and Marine. And they are the bank that reinvests back into the communities that they serve. So you can find more out about them online at bradfordbank.com or follow them on Facebook. Now on to more awesomeness. Of course, um, we've already been talking. My uh, producer, Deloitte Cole, is joining us today. And our guest Hello. today is Kensington Schwab. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. So good to see you. Returning <laughs> thank student you, thank you. to Greenville University, yes. president of the GSGA. Yes, student Green- body president. Yes. Yeah. And I think this is her second time on the this podcast. Is. She, this is an encore request for yes. her presence. There because was such a, we had so much great feedback on the first one. <laughs> such great feedback. And that all took place not long before the big shutdown. So, Oh, the COVID? The COVID. The COVID. Okay. The COVID, as uh, we've been calling it. Um, so we wanted to talk to, to Kenzie about um, how did that feel when everything just, you know, we want to go through like the whole yeah. thing till now. So how did it, how was that when that all shut down? What was the reaction with your you and your fellow students? I don't know. Everybody was so, everyone was on a different level. I had some personal things going on at home. And so I was planning to go home for spring break. And so I got on the phone and said, Hey, um, I think I'm going to be home in two weeks. So can I just like move my plane ticket? And, and when I talked with some people, I mean, my roommate and I were like, okay, see you after spring break. And then we never saw each other after spring break. Spring break went like five months for us. Uh, so I don't think anyone was really expecting it because no one knew. Right. I think the two weeks was expected, maybe. Maybe we'd go two extra weeks, but not not the five months. So that was kind of a, a crazy mental switch for us. Oh, sure. And you guys yeah. are, you know, the first um, of first of your kind, and I, by kind, I mean students, mm-hmm. to go through something like that. I mean, we didn't have to do that when we were in college. I mean, it was, you know, the same old, same old. And all of a sudden, you guys are thrown this whole different way of doing things. Mm-hmm. How was it to adapt to the online schooling how did that work for you i i normally take online classes like Uh once a semester just with my schedule so it was weird to have everybody 
everybody yeah. on on Zoom and everybody engaging. I know a lot of my peers really did not engage well with online learning. Yeah. I mean, it was so tough, especially being in a steady space like your house where you normally go and sit and not do school during breaks, during the summer. So that was tough. That meant the whole mental switch of being in school while at home is just was just really tough for a lot of my friends. So, so sure. how did you how did you stay in contact with your friends? Because you're kind of stuck in the house with your parents. Yeah, don't don't look at my FaceTime numbers, my FaceTime hours <laughs> oh. that we spent. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was on FaceTime with people all the time. And uh, the school actually offered Bible studies. So a lot of my friends and I just did Bible studies. I was in the three at one point. Wow. Like, that is the only way that we got to plug in with each other, that's like cool. over Zoom with multiple groups of people. So I think that's one of the ways that I like. I really like dove into things with the Bible studies. Pretty so, cool, yeah. actually. I mean, in, I mean, to, to be thrown into a situation like that at any other time in history, it would not have been the same. I mean, right. you know, take it even back ten years ago, and mm -hmm. you would not have had that connection mm -mm. that you were able yeah. to have. At least we had the technology. I know, you know, and that's what we we've talked so. about this in past podcasts, especially when we had BJ on, and we talked about how if this happened in any other time, we would be totally disconnected mm -hmm. from each other. Yeah. Um. So luckily, you know, parents like myself, we were always griping at our kids about being on too much technology, but in a way, it prepared you mm -hmm. to be in this situation. So that happened. Then you mm -hmm. went to summer break mm -hmm. i know we talked a little bit about this uh, um about a week or so ago kenzie and i met up and finding summer jobs was a whole different it was they were almost were they non-existent was it a struggle they were changed it was different wasn't yeah it? i mean so the environment being in like washington seattle washington where i'm from and being the environment here is a lot different we were first encounters with covid Mm -hmm. So like our, our culture was already adapting back there. And so there are friends back here who the virus hadn't really necessarily made it back. So I feel like I stepped into almost like a, a forward into the future of everything being shut down. Um, I always joke and say that for the first month I was DoorDash for my parents and my brother because they sure. were still in school and work. So I did groceries. I was like a little, like a, like a housemaid almost. Like I did <laughs> clean the house and, and did grocery delivery for them. But because we were so far into the pandemic at the time over back home, no one was hiring. Mm. Um, I've, I said this to Elaine last week when we talked is like, do you hire the 21 year old who just left school? Probably is asymptomatic with COVID or do you hire the, 30 year old who's a single mom who has two kids and lost her job. So that was something a lot of businesses back home I felt were struggling with. And sure. they were also looking for people who were going to work long term. Um, and so that was another thing that really hindered my, uh, my job search. So I didn't really, I didn't really get the opportunity. I applied like a bunch of different places. I had one friend at home who got hired, who was a social distance attendant at the zoo. So they pretty much told people to like, create space between people at the zoo. And so that's kind of what summer jobs turned into at Isn't that, that point. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that. I was yeah. going to ask you. So his whole job was basically to just keep people apart. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, they got hot, people got hired at malls to do like curbside delivery. Sure. So there were some interesting jobs that kind of came out of it that they hired short term, but it was really difficult. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Some creativity had to come out and yeah, unfortunately some things just didn't come back. Okay. So you had summer and then yeah. you came back to campus. Yes. What is it like now? I know it's a whole different uh, thing. Tell, tell us uh, basically how, how it's 
how has changed? What's different starting this year that you didn't do when you started last year? So Sydney Webster was the president before me and mm-hmm. she had prepared me with all of these documents, things I was to like look forward to doing. And then it just wasn't anything that we would be prepared for. And that's what she consistently and past presidents like Jansen Michael and Macy Sepp have told me is like, it's just a completely different game every single year and every time you step on the campus. So I think overall, the first attitude is, wow, we're so excited. I haven't seen these people in five months. I mean, I get to see my roommates. I get to be back with my best friends for a period of time. But also, I think there's a subconscious um, scare or fear that we may we may go back online, especially with all of the other campuses in the nation who are struggling with coronavirus on their campus and going online and lots of students testing positive. So it was really great to have everyone back, but it's right. also kind of a little scary to know that potentially we could we could close our close our doors if, yeah. if it were to happen. How are how are students doing with the the testing? Because I know it's twice a yeah. week. Yeah, that's something that our, our listeners might not know that yeah. Greenville University is testing, doing a saliva test twice a week for everybody, students, faculty, and staff. Mm-hmm. How are the students uh, doing with that? Do you hear much about it? Do you talk much about it? Or is it just becoming now like a, oh, going to go get tested? I, that's the great thing is it? oh, wow, I just became, I have to go get tested, which is mm-hmm. exactly what we wanted when students went back on mm-hmm. campus. We didn't want to make it a hassle. Let's normalize our situation and say testing is something we are blessed to do, right. but nothing, nothing that to complain about. I see a lot of struggle with, with wearing masks. I think that's so hard. I mean, 12 hours out of the day in and out of classrooms. Is it okay that I'm six feet within this person wearing a mask? So that's where I've seen the biggest struggle. But the testing... I was just talking with Suzanne. I mean, being one of the only colleges in the nation attached to University of Illinois, having the two-day-a-week testing mm-hmm. has been just, if you put it in perspective, it's absolutely amazing what we've been yeah, doing. Yeah, and it's a really easy test. It's, all we have to do is drool. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're all used to doing that anyway. <laughs> well, Especially Deloitte and myself. More than others, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what's great about it. Uh, what people might not know is we're doing these uh, these tests, and it is it's it's a saliva test instead mm-hmm. of. I mean, if we had to do the other tests twice a week, I think we'd all be miserable. And, <laughs> yes. Ow, for sure. Um, yeah, we'd be in pain. But yeah, the, the U of I has made it very easy for us to do this. And you know, you just walk in. It takes maybe five minutes. It seems like it's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And I, I've never experienced really a, much of a line. So no, I'm a drool prepper. You, yeah, me too. So I get in line. So you can't and talk on the way when you're in line. You no. can't talk to anybody, no. right? Because you're already saving it up. Oh yeah, I'm saving it up. I'm with you. I'm in I and think out. That's, I'm not. I'm not a believer in that kind of a deal. It's time management well, skills. You know, <laughs> okay. Kenzie is very, very busy, like myself. Uh-oh. So we do she, start to drool a little bit earlier than we. So she probably has it on her calendar, right? She probably does. To start ten minutes before you go. You're, you're such I'm not an organized. To, to comment on the situation. <laughs> That's a little invasive to like. Back it up. Um, <laughs> but we know you oh, are. Uh, yeah. So they got they've got that going on. And I'm gonna get back to your busy schedule in just a little bit, but. So they've got the test. The mm-hmm. tests don't seem to be a problem. But yeah, the mm-hmm. mask, that's a whole different oh, yeah. thing for everyone. And it's um, not just campus. It's everyone. I know yeah. our faculty yeah. is especially thing. Yeah, I will tell you, as a, as a teacher, yeah. that's what I do sometimes, um, yeah. it is incredibly difficult because I just have no idea what the class is thinking. Mm-hmm. And if anything, it looks like um, I can see by their eyes that they're paying attention. But it with the masks on, it feels like 
they aren't enjoying it mm-hmm. ever. Right. So do and you- so I can't tell. So I ha- try to get them to use some you know thumbs up and nod their heads. Make sure that that really helps me because it's just so hard to teach when you're not getting any feedback. Mm-hmm. It's strange uh, that that half of your face really you huh. lose something when you can't see. You can't tell if they're smiling. One, but I've also found and, and well, do you teach with your mask on? Um, actually, I have plex- plexiglass, plexiglass okay, in my class, so I, it kind of do, yeah. right? mm-hmm. it kind of falls down over time. Okay, um, and I think they need to see me as well. Oh, so mm-hmm. I think it's very helpful having the plexiglass. We all for have sure. our mask here too, by the way, but we're sitting apart from each other, just so you know. But, uh, <laughs> um, but I uh, speaking of the mask, what I find is hard. Um, well, being being don't even don't even comment on this being my age sometimes we ladies get a little warm i get a little warm maybe it's just anybody does but i tend oh. to it tend to get warm in it's, there with the oh, breast it's, it's really hot. super hot um, yeah and if you have glasses on glasses they oh, yeah. fog up but i've also found that and i didn't realize how much i relied on this when i'm talking to someone a lot of times i'm focused on their lips so i'm almost lip reading while i'm mm-hmm. listening to someone and I don't know if that's just because um, I've had it's the just, radio cranked up so loud forever, but uh, just, it, it kind of takes... Part, it's a part of body language. Right. It takes so. away a little bit. Sometimes I don't always understand. And I don't think it's the muffle. It's just that I'm so used to looking at the mouth when I talk Yeah, to I actually someone. had a student walk up to me after class and said, he said, um, my friends have been telling me that it looks like I have a bad attitude, but I really don't. You or so This is a him. student told oh, me Oh, yeah. And so he said, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm happy. I'm... Glad to be here. Is it is it, <laughs> is it rest, resting mask face? Is that what it is? <laughs> I think that's it. Is that a thing? <laughs> I guess now I guess it, it is. is now. <laughs> wow. Elaine is on the forefront. I'm on, well, because I'm the director of awesomeness. Oh, true. <laughs> it I all comes back to that. But uh, so so there's that. Anyway, let's get back to, you know, we digress. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. How, no, how's it going? How are... So I know... Um, so they've got the mask in mm-hmm. class and you've got the social distancing and the testing mm-hmm. and all... Um, how is it different? Um, like the like the dining. What are you guys doing differently as far as dining goes? And well, right now schools and we're in what we call red. So uh-huh. we have three levels of progression or digression depending on the cases in the community and the cases on campus. Mm-hmm. So while we are in red, we eat outside, and okay. the, that food is come and go. So you walk into the dining commons, you have a container, you get your food, and then you are ushered outside to where you eat. So we have tables and places around campus, or even back to your dorm is highly encouraged for students to eat in yeah. your dorm because of the spread. Um, most of the Contact tracing. Contact tracing is when you are within six feet of someone for longer than 15 minutes and one of you tests positive. They go on the, uh, what I've been joking, calling the hit list. And when you are contact traced to someone positive, you have to go into quarantine. Okay. And a lot of that has been seen within eating. So we are highly encouraging students to six feet apart eat on campus, which has here and there been been good or, or lots of students are really struggling with that concept right now. But we're getting there. And so... So that's kind of what eating looks like right now. Students outside uh, yeah. or in their dorms eating. What would the other levels look like? Uh, yellow and green. I'm not specifically sure because apparently our details are changing all the time on campus. Sure. But I believe that we can have people inside eating six feet apart with without masks. And then I believe in green, um, it can be like a larger group of people. Okay. But we, we definitely see that changing as more codes and standards come out. So there's nothing really to rely on, upon in terms of eating when we get into yellow. So. And I'm wondering, too, as it gets colder, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, how is that going to change yeah. colder and we actually get into flu season? I know. That'd be um, tough. So that's the difference. What about uh, entertainment and, um, you know, extracurricular? Is there anything? Can I, I just say last night I was on a Zoom bingo with oh. 150, close to 200 students. How'd that go? Oh, it. It was exactly what needed to happen. It was chaotic and wild. And I mean, the chat was active. People were yelling bingo. So, (laughs) I mean, it it was crazy. And and people were playing music. I think that there's nothing that can hinder us. It's just the shift and change of what happens. That's awesome. And I think we had more attendance than we would have had if we just had an on-campus bingo. Having people zoom into things really does change just like attendance because people can just do it while they're doing something else. I think so. that's maybe your generation too. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I actually hosted, I hosted a, a, a Zoom bingo for a business down in Florida a couple of months ago. My friend has, runs a insurance <laughs> company down there. She uh-huh. said, "We're get, they're getting tired of hearing me call the bingo. Can you do it? So, <laughs> so I said, sure. So uh, yeah, so that's maybe, becoming a thing. It's yeah. kind of fun. Maybe there's another career opportunity for you. Well, you we'll, we'll look into that. Yeah. You need another one. We need, really. just like Kinsey probably does. Let's yes, talk about yeah. you. You've got so much going on. Um, it, she, she's at her limit, I think. So you're one of the busiest uh, students on campus. Toy? What? Don't May- give her, don't give Maybe. Her, you think? No, she's pretty limitless. You think so? Mm. Well, yeah. we'll, well, we'll test her limits. We always do, I think. <laughs> so what all do you have going on? I mean, I know you're, well, you're a student, first of all. And what, what is your field again? Music business. I'm mm-hmm. a music business student. So, um, and you're a senior. Yeah. I, I wow. Yes. I didn't feel like I finished <laughs> my junior year. I'm a half junior, half senior. But wait a second. Is there even music at this point? I mean, we haven't had a concert in since February. That could be a whole series on the evo- <laughs> the, the, the evolution of the music business and moving forward in COVID. Because yeah, they've all moved to YouTube. It seems like, and they're all. You know. They're doing almost yeah. like the Zoom yeah. Yeah. concert. Zoom go- yeah, and we I don't know if we'll see one. I mean, subjectively, I would say I don't think we'll see an in-person concert for two years. So yeah. it's wow. kind of crazy how, how that's going to look for, for graduating yeah, students like me. Yeah, it's just the, the entertainment, the jobs in the entertainment biz- business are just they're, gone at this point. So Yeah, they're going to d- drastically change. And as we saw or heard on our call yesterday mm-hmm. with uh, was it Dr. Becky Smith, mm-hmm. um, my heart, hit the floor when she said something along the lines of we might not see crowds of around 300 for at least another year. Yeah. I wanted to start crying. So what, do you have a backup plan on the whole job career deal? <laughs> oh my goodness. Can I just say that? I don't ever no pressure. think, I don't ever think a job is gone. I just want to say, I think a job just shifts. It and just change. shifts. There you go. You know, yeah. like d- I, he's thinking of retiring. Right. Right. <laughs> I might do that at this rate too. The there rate of 2020 go. going, I might just throw in, yeah. throw in the towel too. Should always be thinking about it. Right. Oh, I was yes, saying take over for Deloitte. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'd be super easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've got, okay, so you're a student. Yeah. You're president of GSGA. Mm-hmm. How uh, Does that take up a lot of your time? Oh, yes, but I love it. Yeah. I oh, mean. It's so great. It takes I, up a lot of my time, I think, but I love it. I don't it. think there's anything you do that you probably wouldn't love doing because otherwise why would you pack your schedule as like like uh-huh. it is? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and I know you work on you work on, for the college as well. Yeah, I work in the president's office yeah. for for Regina, Suzanne's assistant. So, yeah. so you're very busy and and captain of the improv team as well. Ooh, most yeah, important, I, most, for last. honestly, most important. You need so what's a nameplate like this? Yeah, what's that going to look like? Yeah, we're having conversations. I mean, um, we really would have to agree as a team to be contact traced to each other. Sure, and that's a whole 
you know, multiple conversation type thing. Because you, yeah, you couldn't, have you thought about like doing it in separate rooms and just have somebody editing a video oh, or something man. like that? I mean, it's really hard to differ. And I've been telling my, my team a little bit when we've met, I don't want to be, I don't want to be skit comedy. You know, I, oh, yeah. I really want to keep things right. as raw and as real as possible. Yeah. But, yeah. but just letting you know, we are, we're just now kind of starting to have conversations. We don't have auditions till like the end of September. Okay. So we have some time to kind of get the feel of campus, get the feel of what's going on and then, and then put together our team. So we are excited. And um, one thing I tell GSGA is don't ever say no. Say yes first and then say no. So yes, we are having improv until we are told until otherwise. You're, yeah, yeah, we're well, going to shift and do that. everything we can. Yeah, I know so. the Smart Center would love to have you guys come Oh, definitely. Over. We've, we've discussed this. I'd love to have uh, Joy. The name of the group is Joyous Chaos, mm-hmm. and they are the improv group on campus. We would love to have like a regular event where, uh, you know, a month if we could at least uh, to have the group come because it's so entertaining. We've got a great it's, space for it yeah. up yeah. on the third floor. Yeah. And they did get to perform at our, um, it was our student grand opening, basically. The Palooza. The, yes. Wasn't was it? that? No. It, well, yeah, it was the Palooza. They, did, was. they Panther, did the Palooza. Palooza. So they did twice because you did Panther Palooza last yeah. year for homecoming. And then you were at the, uh, the big uh, party we had for the students. Yeah. Right before yeah. the shutdown. I know. And that was one of my favorite shows we had ever done and feeling so great as a team. And then everything, everything closed down. But that's okay. We're, I'm really grateful we ended up, ended that year on a, on a good note. So yeah, that was fantastic. So that's, uh, that's something you probably don't have everywhere either. You know, um, then I don't think they have improv groups at every campus. So no, that's kind of cool. No, it's really cool. How long has that been around? Do you know? Not necessarily, but I know that, I know that it's one of the newer, you know, concepts and clubs on campus and in the, in the span of like, um, like the span of the whole college, just because you really have to have students and leaders who are passionate to keep it going. But I am proud to say that that is one of the the clubs that has never lacked in leadership. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, something that I'm really happy to be a proud, be, be a part of and be, I'm oh, very yeah, proud definitely. of it. So, yeah. Is there a certain professor that's involved in that as well? Yes, our my BFF Jake Amundsen that's is our advisor and he he we have just now asked him to be more heavily involved in the process. Right. In the past he's kind of just been our just kind of like our overseer, but now he's he's seeing us as more of a coach. And he's got great experience. He's like a pro. That's yeah. what I thought. He's, he's a, on a team in St. Louis through yeah. um, the yeah. improv shop. So and he and he's really helped. We've been to some shows. We we are yet to see him perform, which may really? or may oh. not be on purpose. But we may be seeing a little bit. I've of seen him future. before. Oh yeah, yeah. We need to have. We need to get him in here. He and, is hilarious. Uh, he is talk funny. about that. Yeah, because yeah, he's a fun guy. Yeah, he is. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. What do you see happening there? I guess we. Well, like we said earlier, we don't know what's going to happen the Mm-mm. rest of the year. No. We is don't. there? Um, what's the attitude with the students? Are they still like you said? Is it more of a hesitation or excitement or a combination or can you believe we've been in school for five days i cannot believe it <laughs> that's it it wow. feels like a, it feels like a whole year has passed by in it these does. five days with everything going on yeah. so in the attitude in these five days i think students are really just excited yeah optimism be, is yeah. hanging in there i think so i think mm-hmm. mostly and and if it's not, then any student listening, I encourage you to have so because I've seen some great things already come out of being here for these these yeah. five days and being and on I think, campus. For and I think there's weeks. like a don't you think there's like a normalization like we're in that because getting used to testing and you know having people contact tracing it's sort of like if we can get past the first two or three weeks and get mm-hmm. used to this and get used to the masks, maybe we'll start to feel more comfortable. 
Yeah, I mean, have you ever seen, you've seen Bird Box? Yeah. Right, the end when they make it to that little safe haven? Yeah. I almost kind of envision the Greenville bubble that we have um, preached about in the past <laughs> to really come alive here. <laughs> Sandy Bullock right. should be pulling up any minute. Yeah, I would hope, I would hope that would be the the gift we would all receive after going through all this. Oh, so, yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah, that's a way to look at it. Well, I want to thank you for coming in today. Yeah. That's fun. That's we'll have, so we're going to be bugging you all year long as long as we can. To get you back in here, give us updates. As long as you don't interrupt my calendar um, testing, my prep for testing. As long as you don't okay. interrupt my drool test. And well, I, I will try not to catch you on a drool day. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's important. I, I prep, prep a lot and before. Let's just all so. start drooling now. Oh. Shall we? No, okay. not on camera. I think I've got Please. some tubes in my backpack. We can all test right I here. I will cut that out. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thanks again, Kenzie. Yeah, thank uh, you. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Deloy, as always, exactly. for uh, doing what you do. Mm-hmm. And thank you for tuning in to the Greenville Smart Podcast. You can find us at greenvillesmart.com. If you have interest in office space, maybe you're tired of uh, – studying at home or working at home and you don't want to go to the office and you can't go to your campus, contact us here at Greenville Smart. Maybe we can set something up for you. Again, greenvillesmart.com. Also check out Greenville University at greenville.edu and the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, greenvilleilchamber.org. And again, thank you to our new sponsor, Bradford National Bank. Find them online at bradfordbank.com. And we'll see you next time on the Greenville Smart Podcast.